this week from GNC Week and Review, powered by GeekNewCentral.com. Okay, backed up here. But, okay, there we go. This week from GNC Week and Review, powered by GeekNewCentral.com. Samsung unpacks its devices. Twitter fixes a security vulnerability. And DoorDash launches... <laughs> and DoorDash launches Dash Mart. Spit it out. <laughs> Those are some of the tech. Guys. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, August seventh, twenty twenty. My name is Kirk Corliss, along with I'm Scott Ertz, and this is episode sixty five of the GNC Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. We are streaming live at GNCWeekly.com forward slash live as well as facebook live so please be sure to say hello in chat or comment also be sure to like and subscribe to the gnc wir channel on youtube if you miss a live video you can always catch the replay later if you are a listener please be sure to subscribe to the podcast we can find in the right hand side column at gncweekly.com be it apple podcast google podcast your or your favorite podcast app you have a comment be it on social media or email and those links going to be all found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect now before we jump in with the tech news um, for this week a little bit of an update um there was not i was not uh, didn't have a show last week um because of a personal matter um, but just an update from June 5th's episode where um, it was announced that CES 2021 is going to happen in Las Vegas. That was episode 60. Um, and apparently um, uh, press like myself and Scott and a lot of people on TPN and other media representatives and exhibitors got an email survey about um, filling out you want to wish to come to CES 2021 the uh, temperature checks, the um, the six feet the social distancing, and all that other stuff. Basically, basically, they sent us an email and said, "What could we possibly do to convince you to come to Vegas?" Right. Right. Seems like the the answer was uh, nothing. Right. <laughs> that's that's kind of my takeaway. the The survey results were: there's nothing you can do to get us to go. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, no CES in Las Vegas. Wah, wah. <laughs> so which, which is a bummer because I was like, and Todd was Todd was very um, not really a happy puppy about it. I was so looking, like I said before, I'll say it again. This is like my Christmas, my birthday, my New Year's, you know, and just to see. It's going to be kind of hard to have a, it's all, this is basically CES 21. It's still going to be happening in January. Mm -hmm. um, it's still going to, it's all going to be virtual. We don't know us, um, Scott, a lot of the media doesn't know how it's going to be, if there's going to be press conferences or how the exhibitors well, are going to. There are definitely going to be press conferences. Um, right. Okay. The, the. The Sunday media day, uh, Sunday Monday media days um, are definitely happening. There will, okay. there will definitely be our press conferences. That much we okay. know. That's okay. the only thing we know, though. <laughs> there right. will be virtual exhibitors. What does that mean? Uh, I've right. seen so many different attempts at virtual uh, exhibitorships. Mm -hmm. Very few have succeeded. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, there's more and more new things coming out trying right. to deal with everybody shutting down mm -hmm. um so you know maybe by the time ces gets there and honestly if anybody can make it work it'll be the cta mm -hmm. 
Okay. Yeah, if you think about the members of the CTA, it's some of the best and brightest people on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Microsoft and Google and Apple and you know we've got right, right. We've got these huge names, some of the smartest people out there. Somebody will figure out how to make this work. But what yeah. it'll, what it'll look like? I don't know. Right. That's the thing, and I think that the it's kind of hard to like. I mean, I'm not really. I don't follow virtual things um but speaking of virtual things the samsung well we'll talk about that in a little bit because that was hilarious but um but as far as like things virtual vir- <laughs> did you see a live stream <laughs> the samsung live stream okay oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get that to a little bit <laughs> but <laughs> it's always funny and this year was no exception oh it was a twitter twitter was blowing up but that will we'll get <laughs> but yeah, but going back to like, you know, I can't, I like to see like, and you mentioned that in Abram mentioned it, you know, on the five live on, on last Sunday, you know, like the networking aspect and meeting people in person and just actually feeling the, the, the products and looking at things. So it's kind of like, or, or in, encountering a company that you wouldn't have before right, because you right. happen to be walking past it. You know, some of our best content ever, uh, you, you were there when, uh, when Robbie and uh, 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 ben- Benji Locke and right. uh, uh, Hampton came by, yeah. Uh, well, well, we wouldn't know them if we hadn't right. just tripped over them in the hall, right? Right. Because <laughs> they right. didn't send out a press release or anything that year. The right. only reason we know them, and the only reason we were able to give them, you know, coverage, which mm-hmm. they then used to get on Shark Tank, um, right, is. Because we happen to just see their booth, right, right, and to meet and meet meet him in person and and discuss about you know what it took to get you know initially and he mentioned that it was just a plain prototype and the booth was like no bigger than the studio that we were in, you know if not smaller, oh, it you was know way smaller, right. but just to see that and he was so you know he was so excited and he had a and if you saw the coverage um on tp on tpn the 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 booth i mean it just like was huge you know yeah and it was like it was amazing to see that and it it was like and to see and kim kelly who's the uh, ceo of hampton products come on and he's a cool guy yeah he was really funny especially a lot of the stuff that was talked about but also the um seeing things in person like you know, top, the TPN top pick, um, Wonder yeah. Painter, you know, to see that, you know, everything, you know, if you see the, again, go back to, to the coverage, you know, to see the taking a picture of a, of a, of a drawing or an action figure yeah. or, or and everything, just to see that it's kind of hard to like picture that virtually. Yeah. Cause, cause here's the thing. I got a press release from them ahead of time. It's why they were there because we invited them to be on the show. But I didn't know what I was inviting. Like right. based on the, pro- I can guarantee because my look of shock during the interview was legit. Mm-hmm. I couldn't it believe. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, and I'm the one that invited him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm the one who received the press release. Right. I obviously had no idea what I was getting myself into. Right. Which is the thing. Right. How many? I can't tell you how many times. We've invited somebody based on a eh, email, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, okay. AR, AR is popular, which right. is what happened. I went, oh, AR. Okay. Right. I'll invite them. AR is popular. Mm-hmm. 
did not expect to give them the top fraught prize. <laughs> right. 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 And I so, was and I was so like, it's, I was it's, my it's pick. a it's a it's a fright. Mm-hmm. And that was my pick my best up. That was my pick that threw my vote in because I was like, I was amazed to see that. And I'm not really I, I mean, I follow it a little bit, but I was like, hands down, that was like of all the products that I've seen, you know, Benji Lockner, Benji Lockner, and Microvision also was pretty was really amazing. Um, but to see uh, that, it it was just like this. But that's the thing. How do they? How do they? You know, take that environment where there's over a one hundred thousand plus people, two hundred twenty three thousand. Oh, oh, was it, it was over two hundred thousand? Wow, we that was that was the number I think I heard this year was two twenty three. Wow. wow, wow! But I think that number included everybody this year. I think that oh, included okay. security and everybody with a badge. I think oh, is, okay. I think is what that number included. Okay, okay. Which it doesn't always. It doesn't usually include everybody with a badge. It usually misses people. But mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. all right. It's a lot so- of people. It's a lot of people, um, but to um, but so now with the with the coverage or isn't gonna, we're gonna so here's where we're at right now because I um us excuse me I keep saying I I'm so sorry um so so this has been a really weird <laughs> it's it's the royal right royal pronouns right there you go um so what um GNC Weekly um uh, GNC Weekly review excuse me and plug it's live and Tom's Hardware is uh, going to do coverage in some shape or form in january so it'll, we would like it'll be, to it'll be the tpn coverage right it'll be it'll be team coverage and in fact since it's all virtual we mm-hmm. may be able to pull in some of the old team members that there are you go. able to join us at ces which cool. is something that i'm excited about right. because um, chris and ann who haven't been at ces since maybe 2015 mm-hmm. um, we might be able to get them to help and things like that so there are benefits Right. Some. 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 (laughs) But our problem is we don't know what the coverage should look like. Mm -hmm. Obviously, a lot of our value is in the surprise floor finds. Yep. There isn't going to be any of that this year. And so what we're going to ask of our viewers, and we're going to post a link um, hopefully tomorrow (laughs) um, with a feedback form. Uh, what we want is we want to hear from you guys what would make coverage interesting to you. Do you mm-hmm. want us to do something similar to what we've been doing in a, in a format similar to what we've got going on right now? Mm-hmm. Would that be the best solution for us? Mm-hmm. Would it be would the best solution be for us to uh, pre-interviews and just publish ahead of time? You know what? What kind of stuff? What is the ideal coverage? What would you guys like to see from us? So that's what we're going to be asking. We'll mm-hmm. be posting. Uh, we'll be posting a link uh, across social media. We'll be sharing it, hopefully, with our email lists uh, as well mm-hmm. uh, across all of our across as many of the TPN platforms as we can get. Right. Uh, we just want to know what is it uh, that we can do to make CES interesting for you. Excellent. And we will also, if we we'll also throw in some cool stuff like um, <laughs> the, if I can show it here on camera, if you're watching on video right now. Nice. Um, the CES. That's, that's my favorite of the clear bags, is the one with the black top. Okay. And I have some stuff in here that was, that were some swag. Um, I have um, some, a product from OSNAP and. 
Oh, you've got an O snap. Yeah. Yep. And me too. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> and speaking of press conferences, if you don't know what the O snap is, by the way, it is better than a pop socket because mm-hmm. uh, there's that and it works because you can pop that off it works with uh, wireless chargers anyway, and i like that's it and i like the uh the thing um if you're watching the video it says i'm showing the uh, case uh the phone grip doesn't suck <laughs> so they're also- they actually wrapped by a friend of mine oh, okay cool and also, and speaking of swag, well, when you go to a press conference, um, there's a lot of companies that will, off, that will give swag. So I have still in the box, unopened, uh, TCL's um, earbuds. Mine so, are in the office. I was so you off what they look uh, like. Okay. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to open it. But yep. So whomever, when you fill out the form um, through across the TPN platforms, uh, GNC Weekly, Plug It's Live. Um, Geek New Central. I'll have to let Todd know what's going on. Um, so we will donate. I will give away one of these bags. Um, well, from here, and we're uh, going to see what we can put together. We'll get the yeah. team members together because yeah. I know we've got a couple of things uh, that that we plan to throw in as well. We'll see if Todd can. Maybe we can get uh, uh, Avram to throw some stuff in. We'll see what we can yeah. get put together. We'll put together a good couple of prize packs for a couple of people. Yeah, uh, and we'll we'll draw on random. Is the and idea. it's only and it's only in the continental U.S. <laughs> yes, <laughs> only so, continental but, U.S. So if there's listeners out in the country, <laughs> out, um, that's gonna be a little. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, as uh, Todd can attest to, shipping to Alaska, what to Hawaii is not an option. No, it's not. Because <laughs> uh, it's not worth it. No, no. So <laughs> anyway, so we'll post yeah. those links uh, yeah. in the the coming. 48 hours. 48. Okay. Good. <laughs> in the next 48 hours, hopefully tomorrow, but within the next 48, the legal aspect of it is always the hard part of putting together a contest. Yeah. So, <laughs> but this is something that we just, we thought of and also ideas and, you know, we wanted to give, you know, and also ways to, if you want to, um, more content far as GNC we can review, you know, so any ideas you have, you know, a lot of the segments that we have um, also, that's also welcome as well. So gncweekly.com forward slash connect. Okay. All right. So with that being said, now we're going to jump into news from this week. And this is where we're leading up to earlier about Samsung. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> this is our top story of the week. <laughs> right. <laughs> so from geeknewscentral.com, Andrew reported, he saw Andrew is on the Geek New Central um, writing team, reported that on Wednesday was the Galaxy Unpacked 2020 online event, which broadcasted live from South Korea, I believe. And the event showcased new Samsung's um, smartphones, tablet, earbuds, and smartwatch. <laughs> and his live stream, if you caught, if anyone caught the live stream, I'm sure you can catch on YouTube or wherever but it was really historical and we're going to jump in that <laughs> shortly but there they announced the galaxy note 20 as a 6.7 inch screen the note 20 ultra is almost seven inches um both have a so, one... <laughs> so back back to the old phablet size right <laughs> both has a both have 120 hertz refresh screen and uses the fastest processor in the galaxy lineup Cameras, um, 12 megapixel ultra wide, 108 megapixel standard, 12 megapixel telephoto, 10, and 10 megapixel, 10 megapixel selfie. 
charging 50% in 30 minutes. The Galaxy Note 20 is $999 and Note 20 Ultra $1,299. Ouch. It comes in colors Mystic Black, Mystic White, Mystic Bronze, which is a very odd color, uh, Mystic Green, and Mystic Gray. Um, also, they announced they're partnering with Microsoft, and I'm sure it's Scott's loving this, and I'm sure he is. Um, they're offering, um, Samsung is partnering with Microsoft to offer an Xbox Game Pass Ultimate Bundle for the Galaxy Note 20. Um, that includes PowerA's MOGA XP5-X Plus Bluetooth controller, or as a clip, it's a clip that holds your phone in place, and three months of Game Pass Ultimate service, which usually costs $15 per month. The bundle will be available on August 21st. You'll get a $150 Samsung credit if you pre-order the Note 20 and you can use or and you can use that towards the bundle. When XCloud goes live on Game Pass Ultimate on September 15th, you'll be able to download a dedicated Game Pass from the Galaxy Store. There's the Galaxy Tab S7. This, is, this is your bundle if you're watching live. This is give or take. This is your bundle. Uh, <laughs> the controller is a an Xbox controller instead of the the um, the Moga. Um, mm. But basically, this is your this is your bundle. This is what playing with Game Pass is going to look like. Mm -hmm. uh, so you'll have your your phone up top. There's a there's a clip that clips to the back of the controller, allows you to hold the phone, mm. and then uh, you play with the controller. Uh, it's important to note that a Game Pass is only going to be Android, hmm. <clears throat> right? Because because Apple has been really annoying, and we'll discuss that a little bit later. Because Apple's got some balls, <laughs> so we'll get into that <laughs> a little bit. Um, also, the Galaxy they also announced the Galaxy Tab S7 and the 7S Plus. The S7 has a 11 inch LCD screen, and the S7 Plus is a 12.4 AMOLED screen with the same 120 hertz refresh rate of the Note 20. The S Pen works in the tablets with similar low latency, I know. And the Tab S7 comes with a three apps that are designed to maximize use of the S Pen. Now, with the with the, the Galaxy Tab, see, the Galaxy Tab out, I know they had one, was it two years ago? And the tablets they are out Android tablets aren't really aren't really selling as well. I think Apple their iPads like dominated the market. No, it's definitely it's definitely Apple and Windows mm -hmm. that are that are owning tablets. There's okay. I don't I don't even see like there used to be a big influx of cheap Android tablets. Right, I'm not seeing those anymore either. Right, um, you can't go to to CVS and pay $69 for a, for an Android tablet anymore. You used to be able to, yeah, mm -hmm. but you, you just don't see them anymore. It's, it's really just the big boys and it's only some of them. Mm -hmm. And I have a Kindle fire, so I'm, I'm loving it. So it's, which uh, is, which in fairness is its own special beast. Mm -hmm. um, they are the only theoretically Android powered, but they right. can't use the Android powered logo. Right. Um, uh, tablet that sells well, but that's because of the Fire ecosystem, which right. didn't well, help the Fire phone, but it right. helps everything else. 
But the good thing is you can, if you really want to get into it, which I'm not, is um, sideload uh, the uh, Google uh, Play services, but I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. But, but that's a pain in the butt. So, all right. Um, so let's dig in a little more here. Also, they announced the um, Galaxy Buds Live or the... <laughs> Someone said Galaxy Beans. Yes, the Galaxy Beans. So there was a leak. Uh, I think it was Saturday. Samsung accidentally put up the support page for these uh, way ahead of time. And uh, every tech outlet ran a headline similar to Samsung spills the beans on their new earbuds. It's all bad. <laughs> because it's the only thing you can see it's a pinto bean they Mm -hmm. even chose the right colors right (laughs) so goofy looking oh my goodness um they come in uh mystic bronze which uh if you saw the if you saw the live or that we can catch a replay on youtube and elsewhere uh white and black um they're matching the phones and tablets um they also come with active noise cancellation Battery life is six hours, and the char- the case can charge the earbuds for a total of 21 hours listening time. Uh, there's the Galaxy Watch 3. It's coming in two sizes, 45 millimeter and 41 millimeter. And also there's three colors. Um, <laughs> uh, the watch comes with health with health monitoring, blood pressure, ECG, and blood oxygen level once regulatory approvals have been gained in each country. Um, they have activity tracking for walking, running, and sport running in our sports. There's over 120 um, fitness programs with, work with Watch 3 um, and work with Samsung Watch 3, excuse me, and Samsung Smart TVs. Uh, beginning yesterday, August 6th, the Galaxy 41 millimeter and 45 millimeter options. Um, it's $400 for the 41 millimeter and $430 respectively. Well, <laughs> and, uh, and it's the, important to note that it has sleep tracking. There you go. <laughs> just, just if you're watching, I'm just putting it out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Galaxy Watch Three has sleep tracking. Somebody needs to wake up a little bit. Right. Unintended. <laughs> Unintended. Right. <laughs> uh. And there's the Galaxy Z Fold Two. Um, it's thinner than the fold, the, pre, the original fold. It has a 6.2 exterior screen, but once it's opened up, it's 7.6 inside. Um, the hinge has been analyzed and approved, and it's only available in two colors: Mystic Black and Mystic Bronze. And the no white phone for you. There's no white. Right. <laughs> yeah. So here's where we're at right now because first of all, they didn't announce the pricing for well, exception of the Galaxy Note, the Notes. There's that's in crazy amount. They didn't announce any prices for the Galaxy tabs. Um, they didn't announce anything for the Galaxy Bud. So um, now the presentation, <laughs> I like first, like no, I, I know that I that it was completely scripted. It was supposedly quote unquote. If you're watching me live, you know, air quotes um, <laughs> live. It was poorly. It was scripted to the point where it was like they're talking robotic and. You know, if you're watching live, it's like, you know, you have one person here and another person like a couple of inches away, you know, and <laughs> but also when they were doing the with the demos in the beginning, they had the, the one of the I guess the one of the um, one of the leadership people and the and the camera 
pans goes down and they had this wide monitor not no monitor i guess it's a scream with samsung members holding up emojis <laughs> i wish i could remember abram's got a story i wish i i wish i marked which episode he told it in of mm. his favorite samsung weird press conference Like I said, the best one was when they were in New York and they had it was like a Broadway, Broadway, Broadway musical. That was like, that was like a, like a, like a, a hand, the hand, the hand to the head moment. You, you know, my favorite might be from 2014 when Michael Bay just walked off stage. Oh, yeah. I had forgotten about that one. You're right. <laughs> but if you search for Samsung press conference fails, the whole first page is nothing but that. And I had definitely forgotten about it. But yeah, right. that might be it. Oh, it was like, and it was like, and again, with the, again, with, with the, um, you know, the clapping was so awkward. And it's like when he said, how do you feel about that? You know, and the whole they had a shot of all the 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 the, the screen and all these Samsung members. They were like, I mean, you can hear crickets. <laughs> yeah, it's certainly <clears throat> these these virtual things are unfortunate because they don't have the reaction. Right. Exactly. 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 And that goes back to you know, again, with CES, it's like, you know, they, that, that, I mean, not necessarily the wow factor, but seeing things like in person, I know you guys, you know, watch the coverage, but to see it in person, but also like the, the, the reaction, especially again, like you said, Scott, you know, with the, um, you know, with the products you saw and you were just like, it was genuine. I mean, it was completely like unrehearsed. It was like a lot of the products I've seen as well. You know, I was like, wait, what, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I mean, so I mean, but it's like, it, but this, but this presentation. I mean, granted, I understand the parameters and I, and I get that, but but Samsung's press conferences and, and events are just like, <laughs> oh, and I guess the Twitter was blowing. Twitter was blowing up about it. Their general Twitter. marketing's a problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> As I think, I think we'll all remember David Beckham doing a press conference after a after a game and his phone rings and he won't pick it up because mm -hmm. he had an iPhone in his hand, mm -hmm. but he was a, the, the face of Samsung. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. <clears throat> oh boy. Anyway, but it's there, there's a, there's a lot new, a lot of uh, expansion of the, the Microsoft partnership. Mm -hmm. um, yep. There's, you know, there's the, the X Cloud, which I expected, mm -hmm. I, I already put that out there that that was going to be part of the press conference. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't expecting the the um, the Android app thing, mm -hmm. uh, which I have used and it works really well. Mm -hmm. um, you've got to be a Windows Insider for it to work, but it works and it works really well. Okay. Um, as does the the wireless uh, Dex mm -hmm. works really well. So you know. They're almost making decks something. Right. <laughs> it's not exactly something, but they're getting closer. 
Um, yeah. So that that partnership has expanded to really make you know the the variation between your computer and your phone lessened, which mm. was the point of Continuum in the first place. They just couldn't get anybody to buy into it, but mm. you know now they've got Samsung bought into it, and that's good. So yeah, been... it's lots of new capabilities. So yeah. Awesome. Well, we'll see what goes on. Well, I'm curious to see how much the some of these products are. I'm definitely curious, especially, and, I'm de- and I guarantee that Samsung, the uh, the Galaxy Tab, the Galaxy Tab, um, aren't going to aren't going to fare very well. I can just they haven't in years. In exactly. fairness, they haven't in the West. They do in the East. Hmm. Hmm. So yeah. right. that's their target demo for that one. Anyway. Right. Well, all right. Moving right along. All right. On when- let's talk about more Twitter security problems. There you go. <laughs> maybe there's some good news out of this. Maybe on Wednesday, Twitter had announced that it fixed a security vulnerability in the Twitter for Android app that could have allowed attackers to gain access to users' private Twitter data, including direct messages. Um, Twitter mentioned, explains um, in uh, quote, "We recently discovered and fixed a vulnerability in Twitter for Android related to underlying." Android OS security issue affecting OS versions 8 and 9. Uh, for the other 4%, this vulnerability could allow a attacker through a malicious app installed on your device to access private, access private Twitter data on your device, like direct messages, by working across by working around, excuse me, Android system permissions that protect against this. According to the company, there is no evidence yet that Twitter for Android vulnerability was exploited by attackers. Um, and, uh, there's, um, also the company, uh, besides fixing the issue in Twitter for Android, um, they're adding quote, extra safety precautions beyond standard OS protection. Uh, the company is also requiring anyone that may be impacted to update Twitter for Android, send in-app notices to every, to everyone who could have been vulnerable to let them know if they need to do anything, identifying changes to our process to better guard against issues like this and, uh, Twitter, um, also urges, which I checked my phone because I think it was happy, you know, on Wednesday. I got a, um, a app or a notification that it said that it had a, um, we recently had a security issue. We realize we, we see that you're on Android, latest Android update. So I have to do anything. Yay. <laughs> um, Twitter urges all use all Android users to update Twitter for Android to for latest version, release version, excuse me, that fixes the vulnerability on all the devices. And the company says um, maybe they're breathing a sigh of relief. Maybe this is probably why this is some good news that the issue didn't impact Twitter for iOS or Twitter.com. So, so essentially what it was was a vulnerability in Android that Twitter patched their app against. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing that here's the important thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know who else is using what other apps are using the same storage method mm-hmm. that could have caused problems for other services. Okay. Um, so that's important to know if you mm-hmm. are still running on Android eight or nine, mm-hmm. there's apparently some security workaround that can get to your storage, your, your theoretically sandboxed app storage, mm-hmm. which is scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Twitter knows about it and fixed it. Hopefully they've let Google know so right. they can let other app developers know that this vulnerability exists. But mm-hmm. it, you know, the the comment is about OS level protections being right. violated. So right. if you're on eight or nine 
mm-hmm. you have the ability to go to 10. Mm-hmm. You should anyway. Right. But, but this should this security issue should be enough. If you have the ability to go to 10, go to 10. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on 10. So I, like I said, I got the notification um, on, I think on, yeah, well, it's on Wednesday. And, and I looked at it. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm good. And I have nothing to worry about. But I'm like, um, the least, you know, <laughs> this is only just like a very small little thing. And it's not like, you know, a massive, uh, a massive, um, uh, like, what, like tweeting from Joe Biden's account. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. $113,000 stolen from unwitting. <sighs> send me Bitcoin and I'll send it back to you. Right. What part of that sounds legit? Right. Especially from a presidential candidate. Right. Um, anyway. Okay. Next time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Next next time, um, uh, Joe Biden says, "Folks, drink." <laughs> oh, that'll kill you. Okay, mm. I want to know about this DoorDash thing. All right, very good. All right, so on DoorDash uh, on Wednesday announced the launch of a chain of virtual convenience stores. The company is calling Dash Mart, which will sell snacks, groceries, and other food-related products from other partner from partner restaurants. These stores don't have brick-and-mortar locations. Instead, they exist solely on the DoorDash app, kind of like a ghost kitchen for a CVS or 7-Eleven instead. Right now, the company says Dashmore is available in eight cities in the U.S., Chicago, Illinois, Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio excuse me, Cincinnati, Ohio, Dallas, Texas, Minneapolis, Minnesota, the greater Phoenix area, greater Phoenix, Arizona area, excuse me. I'm getting like, this is a weird. It's one of those nights. We knew it was going to be a weird night. Arizona area, Salt Lake City, Utah, and Redwood City, California. But DoorDash is planning to expand to expand that to more locations in the future, starting with a broader rollout in California and the inclusion of Denver and Baltimore to its list of supported city markets. According to its press release, these Dashmart stores are quote owned, operated, and curated by DoorDash. But if they're a virtual store, they're not Why? owned. They're okay. So it's a virtual. It's, it's a it's a ghost kitchen. It's a right. concept. So essentially, what they're doing is they're curating stuff that's easy to procure, mm-hmm. no matter where they are. So nothing uh, house branded. No CVS or or Walgreens branded stuff, but you'd probably be able to get uh, national brand stuff, M and M's, you know. And so, wherever they're passing by that has inventory, they can pick them up. Mm-hmm. I would bet money that's how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. It's a clever idea. Don't worry about where you're getting them from. That's that's our problem. Mm-hmm. You're getting them from us. We'll get them for you. Right. At a at a cost, though. Of course, it's DoorDash. There's yeah. there's gonna be a delivery cost, and there's gonna be a markup. It's, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're especially right now. The idea is to avoid stores. I, that's right. always my idea because I don't like people. But <laughs> well, my thing is I want to get in and get out, so I can't. I can't go into a store lately. Though there's a lot of times when I want to go into a store when I see the like. I mean, I understand with the masks. And I'm not going to be a Karen. <laughs> I believe for a guy, it's a Chad. 
Chad. Oh, okay. Well, I heard Chad. I heard. I heard Darren. Um, <laughs> Darren. <laughs> oh, oh, because it's a dude, Karen. That's funny. Right. right. <laughs> That's funny. I'm not gonna go into. <laughs> yeah. But I want to get in, get out. So I mean, my I told my whole thing is I just can't do stores. I, oh, it just it, it just like drives me like one drink. Um, <laughs> and I don't I don't want to do that. But you know, but I think that I always wondered like why. I guess the, the convenience is that the items are available. You'll definitely get it. But it, it's like at well, I guess there's some people that wouldn't mind paying for that that quote unquote convenience. Does that makes that make sense? Uh, I I do it for groceries. Okay, but okay. obviously that's a significantly bigger purchase. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to call out for a pack of M and M's or right, right. Or, or or a Hershey's since that's the shirt you're wearing. Uh, right. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call out for a, a, a you know dollar twenty five candy bar, but right. you know for a hundred dollars, hundred fifty dollars in groceries. Yeah, I'll pay an extra six bucks to not have to get out of my chair. Right. I'm good with that. <laughs> Right. I'm, so, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it for, for little convenience stuff. That's kind of weird. But right. you know, if if they've got like if they're there's a lot of Uber drivers that drive around with with certain candies and stuff in their car just as an extra part of the their their revenue, which mm-hmm. is a clever idea. Mm-hmm. You know, if if DoorDash figures out that there's 16 things that people regularly do and they can mm-hmm. just stock them in the driver's cars. Okay. You know, there might be a way to do that efficiently and cost efficiently. Right. But I, but like, but like you said, like you said, though, would you really want (laughs) for a dollar 25 candy bar? Would you, you know, the door, you know, you have a dollar 25 candy bar door dash is probably five or $6, what have you, you know, but I, I can see it, but if it's multiple products, Again, going back to the convenience, you know, the convenience factor of it, you know, maybe or, that's a good idea. Or picking up, uh, I, I mean, this this isn't what they're talking about, but mm-hmm. you know, some uh, some standard type uh, medications, you know, Tylenol and things like that, right? You know, something like that. When we were in Vegas, my mother would have loved it, <laughs> right? You know, right. if she right. could have just had it, we didn't have to leave the studio to go get it for her. Yeah, well, which, that's something which is that exactly would be... what we did actually you know uh linda happened to okay here's here's uh the the idea of having a couple of of uh things on hand Mm. uh linda happened to have uh linda is our um our pr rep our our press rep uh she works right below us uh right below our studio Mm. uh linda happened to have some cold medicine in her office Mm. which she gave to my mother (laughs) Which is how how she got through Wednesday, and then uh, didn't come back. But that's how she got through Wednesday. Is Linda happened to have medication? We were going to leave and uh, go and go get her some medicine. Linda's like, no, 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 I got some. Hold on. Okay, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Wait, Linda's the Linda's the um that a black hair woman, tall, very very tall. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I was like, who's Linda? Yeah. Now I know you're talking about. Okay, I love Linda. She's wonderful. She's awesome. She's awesome. I <laughs> funny too. <laughs> yes, she's a funny lady. You know, fine lady. I, I, you know what? Out of people, I'm, you know, that I'm, I'm really bummed, and that's one of the reasons I'm gonna miss her. her. You know, see, yeah, her in particular of 
of all the people from the CTA, and mm-hmm. you know, we get to interact with a lot of them, mm-hmm. but of all the people from the CTA, Linda, Linda's the one I'm going to miss yeah. doing this year. I already right. texted her that day. I'm like, oh, sad. She goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be lamenting about this. For, we're gonna be lamenting this for for oh, another wow. year for for a year and six months. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've I have missed one in my career and it left a hole and mm-hmm. doing it again forced is going to be really weird. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well, um, but, you know, so so that proves the idea that there are certain items maybe that change throughout the year, but there are certain right. items that could be stocked by a DoorDash driver right. that would mean that they don't have to break their path or do something special. Right. Um, and so if DoorDash is buying them in bulk and getting them to their drivers, maybe they've only got a couple of drivers in each market that are part of this virtual whatever right. that, are, that are holding a little bit of inventory in their trunk. Yeah. Okay. That would make and sense. So, so in that case, maybe they can do it for barely over retail price mm-hmm. and still be able to deliver it and still be able to make money on it for everybody. So yeah. there's a possibility that they can make this work. Yeah, that's a possibility. Yeah, we'll I see. think that would make that would make sense. So we'll, yeah, we'll see what happens. But you know, but why isn't there anyone any DoorDash around? I mean, Dora Dash bleh, Dash Mart around here? Uh, okay. Why? Why Columbus, Ohio? <laughs> well, <laughs> the weird place. Well, let's, let's see. Well, let's see. Blueberries in Columbus. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> but I mean. The, the list of cities, Cincinnati and Columbus, Ohio, and right. uh, Salt Lake City. What weird cities to choose? <laughs> well, but, in, Cal- in California. <laughs> I bet it has to do with where DoorDash has the most uh, pull, where where people are putting in the most orders. Uh, maybe. It could be maybe Uber Eats uh, doesn't have a huge... Uh, uh, face there or uh what's the other one oh with the p um, um, maybe maybe they're not as maybe they're not as heavily uh trafficked in that area maybe doordash just that's like their big markets so we're already here let's do it well in dallas texas there's a lot of companies that are based there you know and um i postmates. think postmates postmates okay good because i was I, I knew what you're talking about it was on the tip of my tongue so you got it. Uh, you got it. Yeah. The uh, Dallas Fort Worth area uh, is like the home for every major retailer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and major and major telecommunications companies also. True. True. You know, so that's so that's probably that gives that kind of gives you an idea of why it's there. But some of the some sure. areas are <laughs> not so much yeah. in Cincinnati. <laughs> exactly. Those were the two. When you said it, I was like, really? <laughs> Well, these things don't match. Yeah, like I said, I want. If that's the case, I'm going to give it a shot. If it comes around this little neck of the woods, I'll I'll give it. I'll give it a go. At, at least be able to go into the app and look and see what it right. looks like. You know what? Yeah. What does it cost to do this? And mm-hmm. I I cannot wait to do an analysis on that. Mm-hmm. We will talk about that if it ever shows up in one of our areas. D- deal, deal. All right, let's. So we're going to jump into some somewhat Apple news. Ah. <laughs> this is going to get. 
<laughs> this is a topic that we have been talking about on F5 Live for like a year and a half. Mm-hmm. Yep, I've been, I've been following it. So Facebook is joining Microsoft in condemning Apple's App Store policies. So the um, Facebook is launching its Facebook gaming app for iOS, primarily an app used to watch streamers play video games, but has had to remove the app because apps mini games, excuse me, feature that has Apple's strict App Store approval process. Not surprisingly, Facebook and a lot of people is not happy about the compromise. Um, uh, Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg um, said in a press statement given to The Verge, quote, unfortunately, we had to remove gameplay functionality entirely in order to get Apple's approval on the standalone Facebook gaming app, meaning iOS users have an inferior experience to those using Android. We're a state focused on building communities for the more than 300 million people who play games on Facebook every month, whether Apple allows it in the standalone app or not. Facebook says it has uh, had, the, had the Facebook gaming app rejected multiple times by Apple in recent months. The company says Apple has cited App Store guideline 4.7 to justify the rejections, claiming the primary purpose of the Facebooking, Facebook gaming app is to play games. Facebook says it shares usage data from its Android Facebook gaming app. It showed 95% of activity watching streams, but this doesn't change Apple's stance, and Apple's got some balls. <laughs> I got some balls. <laughs> and this is a this is a topic um, that the App Store has been a topic that has been, and not just Apple's, Google's too, mm-hmm. um, right. but much less so. Um, but the, the tight control that they take, and the fact that Apple doesn't allow sideloading, um is what what gets them in the biggest trouble mm-hmm. um uh so in addition to microsoft google and facebook all writing um official complaints to apple this week all on the same topic because google stadia is also not available for mm-hmm. ios for the same reason that that these two are not going to have full functionality mm-hmm. um because apple can't individually list and individually control each game even though each game is individually listed and individually uh rated by the esrb mm-hmm. um on top of it you've got telegram the messaging app uh filed suit in the eu against apple last week um over this topic last thursday i think mm. in june the EU's antitrust uh, filed suit against Apple over this. <laughs> um, it's nobody's happy about it. It's and and when you think about you know their revenue comes from you know thirty percent, and if you're if you're uh, if you're Microsoft, you're not doing your your monthly subscription through the app you're not purchasing games through the app you're doing it all through the subscri- the subscription so apple doesn't get a cut mm-hmm. it it's it's 100% to do with the fact that that uh, apple wants $4.50 per month from uh game pass subscribers uh <laughs> and microsoft doesn't want to give it up that i guarantee if uh if microsoft said you know, you can you can take your thirty percent on the monthly subscription. Apple will be like, "Yep, we'll make it work. We'll figure out how to make the w- rules work." 
if Facebook said, you know, the gaming revenue, you'll get 30%, Apple will be like, let's make it happen. Mm. But nobody's willing to do it because it's a policy that sucks. Right. And they've been, and they've been really like, well, Google's been um, just as strict um, on their, what apps can be chosen, selected and, but, but Apple, the app, I mean, they're, but they're really like Apple's been, the apps, their, their policies are so like, like there's draconian, like, draconian but also not only that, um, I remember um, this was like a few, about a month or two ago where um, Podcast Addict was, <laughs> was, was submitting their, um, had put an update in their, in the, on their, an update for the app. I can't remember exactly what the app was, or the, I'm sorry, the uh, the update was, and Apple just basically just like wouldn't accept it. And the the update wasn't the problem. There was no specific okay. content in the update that was the problem. Mm. It was the fact that there were episodes listed in Podcast Addict that were um, <sighs> about COVID nineteen that oh, weren't you're, produced you're right. by right. official doctor. Right. official listed things right. um, which is basically state-run uh, uh medical news which is the only thing that that okay. uh, you're, right. Allow. you're right and I thought it was an update you're right and it well they were doing an update but mm -hmm. the the update wasn't the problem right no you're right I, it was the it, it thing. was the it doing the update put it through the approval process which mm. is what what got him in trouble and okay. it was resolved by the end of the day <laughs> like they Everybody was pissed. Oh but, yeah, but including podcast po podcast addict and Apple had had a conversation by the end of the day, and everybody understood what happened mm -hmm. and what needed to happen. To they were listed wrong in the in the app store is essentially what happened. Okay, because I that's you're right. Was I it Apple or Google? Doesn't matter. Whoever it was, yeah, there, there I, was a conversation that was had. Everybody involved knew what had gone wrong mm -hmm. and what they needed to do to fix it. Okay. Eventually, they did. Okay, but yeah, but even still, I mean, it was but, like the the blowback just from that alone was like. But again, it's like this has been going on, you know. Without, I mean, they're, you know, they're with their um, their revenue share, you know, they're uh, it's like astronomical, uh, you know, and that's why I I don't get it. There's I did it, I mean, I know you guys. I mean, I've been keeping an eye on this for a year as well, over a year, and I know I've seen you know watched the coverage. Um, <laughs> We talk about it way yeah. too frequently. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like bewildered, you know, a multi, like a billion, billion dollar company. And it's like, these policies are just like, are too much. They're too, yeah. they're like, you know, that's why when you have with, I mean, I'm not a Google, I'm not an Android fanboy, but I mean, but I mean, I use their products, you know, but I'm like, honestly, it's like, I have never heard. I haven't heard Google being this. Be, had not heard of this being like that. With yeah, no Google. How, generally, how, Google doesn't care. Uh, right there. In fact, they have a a reactive policy as opposed to Apple that has a proactive policy. Mm -hmm. uh, Apple checks every app as it's updated and decides yes or no if it's going into the store. Google mm -hmm. allows everything into the store and says, "Uh oh." And pulls things later, <laughs> which true. is a very different policy. That's um, true. Right. It's it, it's a very different take on mm -hmm. on what's going on. It's the reason why there's a lot of lot more crap mm -hmm. in the Google Play Store. True. Um, true. But 
but you know, there's there's malware stuff. There's you know there 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 are big other problems in the Google True. Play Store. Um, right. Uh, but those problems, you know, it's a it's a give or take. It, mm-hmm. Apple is is super tightly controlled. It's very mm-hmm. very uh very draconian in its mm-hmm. in its implementation of things. And Google mm-hmm. is very like laissez faire. Just well, you do you do what you do, and we'll respond if things go wrong. Right. Uh, right. But but they both require uh, if you want to use their services, they both require uh, a huge cut of in-app purchases, uh, right. which is the reason why Epic Games sideloaded their their Fortnite mobile onto onto Android originally, you know, because mm-hmm. they were trying to get around it. It's the reason why the Fire tablet, which mm-hmm. you held up earlier, right, doesn't use Google Play services. Right. Because they're trying to help people developers get around that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's there there's ups and downs everywhere. You know, I personally I like Microsoft's policy that it's only 10% and you're not required to use it. Right. <laughs> you know, you can use our in-app purchase process. Mm. We don't care if you don't. If if you're Netflix and you want to use your own thing, whatevs. Mm. <laughs> don't care. Right. If you want if you want to use our thing, great. If you don't, great. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Right. I, I think that's I think that's the way to go. Yeah. It'll decrease revenue, but it'll make the user experience better. And the first the first of the two that understand that and accept it mm-hmm. will take over. Right. Well, we got some other uh, Google news um, in a little bit. Um, so another. Other side of Apple news, <laughs> um, Apple has upgraded its iMac range. The 27-inch model now offers 10-gen Intel, Intel Core i5 processors with 6 or 8 cores at 3.1 gigahertz or 3.3 gigahertz or a Core i7 with 8 cores and a 3.8 gigahertz clock speed at burst to 5 gigahertz. Apple specs suggest that the Core i5 on offer on offer are the model uh, 10500 and 10600, but the specs offered for the i7 match, no products mentioned on Intel's Arc list, which mentions the uh, one th- uh, 10700 and 10700KF is offering the eight cores, the base speed of 3.8 gigahertz that Apple advertises. The Core i5 models offer the Radeon Pro um, 5300 GPU, and the i7 equipped machine adopts the Radeon Pro 5500 XT. There's also an option to add what Apple calls a quote nano texture glass option that enhances brightness, colors, and contrast, and has previously owned previously only graced Apple's uh, um, 4999 $4, Pro Display XDR. It's a $500 addition to the new 27 inch. The iMac Pro now offers a 10-core, 3.0 gigahertz Xeon as base configuration. The 21-inch Mac has gained solid has gained solid state disks are standard. Prices start at $1,099 for the 21-inch, $1,799 for the 27-inch, and $4,999 for the iMac Pro. Again. I- it's nothing oh. compared to the cheese grater. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw that they're offering the the wheels for like 
five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. Holy for the crow. cheese grater. Yeah, <laughs> holy crow. <laughs> oh boy, yikes! All right, well, so we're gonna move aside for Apple uh, now. <laughs> so we got some Google news uh, coming. Um, Google has introduced a new way for Android users to protect crucial files like ID documents, particularly in developing countries where devices are often shared. It's called Safe Folder, and it can be located in the Files by Google app. It lets you protect documents, images, videos, and audio files with a forwarded pin code on top of your Android lock screen security. The folder is locked as soon as you switch away from the Files app and requires a code each time you re-enter. According to Google's Next Billion Users product team, that's a very weird name for a product team, <laughs> quote, sharing a personal device with spouses, siblings, or children is often a culture expectation, especially for women. To that end, it created a feature for parents who share their phones with their kids for learning or play or folks who needed to securely uh, who need to securely store identity documents on their phones. I like this, and I, my wife and I have separate phones. Um, so, God forbid something happens to me, you know, and she needs to get into, into my phone. You know, I like this idea. I think it's a good idea yeah. to, for, for to keep things secure, private, and not being spread amongst its masses. It's basically the same idea as um, the the OneDrive private vault. Mm. Um which is exactly how I use this. This is how I use the private vault myself. I've mm -hmm. got, you know, uh, my my driver's license and things like that scanned in there because, mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you need those for, for things out in the wild and you don't want to get your wallet out or, God, your wallet's out in the living room and you're in the office and you don't want to... <laughs> don't want to stand up or you have to submit a photo of it that happens a lot too right. so i use the private vault literally for this uh, on OneDrive. so it's really a great idea and the the next billion users team i know it sounds like a weird name mm. um basically they google's intention is for its next billion users to be in uh developing countries and emerging markets uh, and so okay so the the features that the emerging markets and developing countries users need are different than what you and I need because, sure. because you and your wife don't share a phone, right. but in, in emerging markets, it's pretty common okay. uh, to share a single phone uh, among a family. Uh, so, uh, okay. so this gives you the ability to have uh, a, a safe folder with a pin. Mm. And theoretically I would assume you can have multiple safe folders with multiple pins mm -hmm. is probably the way this works so that right. you can protect just your personal stuff from other shared users on the device, which I think is a great idea, which makes it a little different than the, the, the vault. Um, but I think that's a great idea. Yeah. Um, not for you and I necessarily, right. Right. but, but for, for emerging markets and stuff for Android, what do they call it? Android one? Um, Android I, one. Think, yep. I, I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a big, uh, a big feature for for the the Android One for the the emerging market devices. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I think Android One. This was like I think three or four years ago, and I remember they announced it, and I got it. And um, but I think it's a good idea. Like again, I think with God forbid something happens. I I mean not necessarily you know I you know um, other markets or other countries. Um, but for me, you know, I think I'll give it a you know definitely apply it because i mostly have a lot of stuff that's saved 
um, as far as emergency contact information. So, you know, so that way in case something, something happens, you know, it's there. So absolutely. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. All right. Other Google news. And I'm kind of like, I'm like, whatever. Um, <laughs> Google Play Music has been given the death sentence by Google. And Back time. Right. And Google. They've been stringing it along for way too long. Right. For a long time. And they've announced a little more detail about Hidao's execution to be carried out. The main message um, from blog posts from Google is, quote, back up your music now. As Google says, we'll wipe out all Google Music collections in December 2020. Um, they narrowed, they they said it we know, a lot of people have known it's been shut down sometime this year, but for most regions, they have, um, Google has narrowed it down to October. Um, in late August, don't know when late August, um, users will no longer be able to upload or download music through Music Manager. Pre-orders and purchases we shut down in September. If you're listening in New Zealand and uh, South Africa, it's going to be shut down. Then in October, global streaming shut down. The Google Music app and website will cease to be. And in December, music collections uh, get deleted. So if you want to save your music collection um, from deletion, it's not that difficult. Um, I'll have a link up in the show. No- we'll have a link up in the show notes on gncweekly.com. Uh, from this uh, in the show notes, I'll show you how to go on um, how to transfer. And there's also a Windows and Mac application under the Google's Music Manager. I ha- I don't use Google Music. I have Amazon. Um, so, by the way, with Amazon, sponsor of um, Plugins Live. <laughs> so, um, it's Plugins Live um, slash Prime, or is it FI Live? Uh-huh. Pluckitslive.com slash prime will get you there. All right, cool. Okay. So if you want to go there, um, you can get if you've uh, not if you've not used Prime Music, try it. We've got a link to it. Try it out. It's if you have Prime, it's free, which Mm -hmm. is nice. But it's it's a limited collection, which Mm -hmm. is okay. I use it. I use Spotify. I you know, I'm kind of all over. It's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um but um so if you're a Google Play Music user now. Basically, what they're doing is they're transferring you over to YouTube Music, which mm. is okay. They're very similar. And if you have been putting off the transfer because YouTube Music did not support the one feature that made Google Play Music special, the ability to upload your own music to the service and stream it from any device, YouTube Music now has that feature. Okay. <laughs> and the transfer will bring your music. Okay. From Google Play over to YouTube, huzzah! Huzzah! So, <laughs> so, because um, that was that was one of the reasons that I used Groove uh, for so long was okay. because I could put my own music into the catalog, mm-hmm. and it would work. You know, it would stream. You know, I could upload it from my computer, and then I've got my phone out in the wild. I'm playing on Groove. I can switch to stuff that I had uploaded, mm-hmm. which is a feature I loved. Mm-hmm. I definitely miss. <laughs> um, but you know, Google Play Music had it. YouTube did not. Now it does. Huzzah! And the transfer is supposed to carry that stuff over. So those those of you that are holding out on the transfer, you don't have to anymore. Uh, you can do it. And you need to, because very shortly it'll all be gone. Yeah, and I had. And if you're watching live on the um, live, I put uh, on the lower third at pluggitslive.com forward slash dot com slash prime. Um, I have I've been having Amazon Prime Music and it's I love it. I 
I toy with Google Play, and the one thing as far as like their quote unquote algorithm, it's like I listen from music from one spectrum to the other, and the selection yeah. isn't really. It's uh, I don't know. I but I, I mean Amazon Prime's got like literally. I mean I'm, I'm not. Pro, I, this is not my sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so i'm trying to pl plug you know plug uh, plug at slide.com slash prime but i'm going to try to plug it as much as i can <laughs> um, but um but honestly i i mean it's got a great selection i mean it does I mean, it really has a, like if i'm searching for something totally obscure i can't find it in google play uh, google play music um but the amazon i can look for it but you know i'm i'm pleased but i but i mean yeah. i'm not gonna and and the the Amazon Music, which is different than the Amazon Prime Music, mm -hmm. which is okay. Mm -hmm. the, the Prime Music has a, a more limited selection, but even there, right. I've found impressive stuff. Mm. Um, and you know, we used it. God, we used it for a convention one time. Uh, for we were having a a, a private cast party when we did music. I'm like, Whoop, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon, Amazon Prime is a new sponsor. I'm going to try out Prime Music right here and now. We put it on, and almost nothing that anybody asked for wasn't there except for video game music, and that makes sense. Right, but, right, right, right. Which is where I had it uploaded to Groove, which is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, it's it really is a, um, it, it's a great service. So yeah. was uh, Google Play Music was a little rough. Mm. YouTube music has fixed most of the rough edges. So okay. YouTube music is really a better thing. A lot of people were holding off because it was missing that important feature. It's not anymore. Mm. You're almost done. It's almost mm. over. Mm. Get out. <laughs> like I'm a like... rat from a sinking ship, get off. <laughs> Pass go. Do not click. <laughs> yeah. Because it's it, it is a sinking mm. ship. Get mm. off of it. Do not go down with the ship. You are not the captain. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give, I'm going to give YouTube music a go. I'm going to give it a go. What I will do is um, I will report, I will give it, a, I'll give it a week or two. And what I will do is I'll report back. Okay. And, and if you, and if you do the, uh, the YouTube, it used to be called YouTube red. It's not anymore. Uh, YouTube. <laughs> ultimate maybe now um uh, if you do a trial on youtube you mm. get usually you know you get the little thing that says hey you want a month of free yeah. whatever trial mm. if you do if you sign up for that trial you mm. get youtube music for free in there oh okay <laughs> why have you okay so and right. and it will continue playing videos after you turn off your android screen huh Okay. Which regular YouTube will not. Okay. Honest to God, that's the reason to subscribe. Okay. All right. Well, I will. I will. I will make my commit. I'll make my commitment to everybody, to you, to the audience. I will. I'll give it. I'll give it a go. I'm uh, one of those people that likes to try things. Mm -hmm. um, and when they made the announcement that they were finally retiring Google Play Music, mm. uh, which those of us in the podcasting space has known was coming for ages because they keep telling us, don't bother uploading your podcast to Google Play Music because we're shutting it down. Um, right, right. That's why, <laughs> that's why I go so, into... So we've fire. known that that's been coming for a while. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. So once they finally said, 
we're, we're rebranding everything. YouTube Red's going away. It's going to be YouTube Pro and YouTube Ultimate or something like that. And mm-hmm. Ultimate's got music built in and whatever all the weirdness was. <laughs> I was like, all right, it's time to finally try it. Right. And, you know, it's especially on an Android device. It's good. It's it, it's a good service. Okay. Well, again, I will I'll make my commitment here and now mark it march down the calendar <laughs> i will i'll give it a go and i will report back um, in a couple of weeks okay all right in other in video well this is continuing on with um more google news and we're going to dive we're going to dip into some video streaming news um google has injected a new cinematic slideshow above the top row of apps in the android tv interface to make it easier to find content you might like it will contain curated tv shows movies and app recommendations from google as well as sponsored content Google says, quote, that each source will be clearly labeled in the content, giving user transparency so that users can differentiate between curated content. Again, this is one of these nights. (laughs) Between curated recommendations and paid advertisements, and it will contain only media and entertainment-related content. If you pause on one of the items, it'll start playing a preview, just like Netflix TV app does. The other update um, arriving on Android TV is a rework subscription flow that makes it easier to subscribe to paid subscriptions like TV TV streaming services, where you normally have to grab your phone to complete the process or painstakingly use into your remote to fill out your credentials. The new edition lets you authorize a payment and automatically sets up a subscription by linking your Google account from Android TV with a few just a few just a few clicks. Woohoo! That's awesome. <laughs> Maybe woohoo, because because <laughs> maybe that's an in-app purchase, and maybe they're taking twenty percent of it, and maybe you're going to see subscription prices start going up because of it. Okay, then. So maybe that, so I'm going to maybe woohoo, woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> because this is the reason why. Um, uh, if you subscribe to YouTube Pro, mm. uh, on Apple. Mm. They canceled your subscription about two months ago. Uh, Good thing I'll have Apple and I will take my woohoo. Because of the 30%. They said, we're canceling your subscription. Here's a link. If you Mm. want to resubscribe after your thing, we're doing it outside of Apple. Mm. Um, But they they still have their 20% in-app purchase thing, which might apply to this for the developers. So Mm. they may... Or may not buy into it. <laughs> the developers may or may not support this. If mm. they do, it means they're not taking the cut. If they don't, it means they are. Okay. So if if Android TV does not see Netflix add uh, subscribe now button, <laughs> mm-hmm. then they're taking their percentage, and you won't see anybody use it except oh, Google. So we'll, Again, we'll have to see what it means. Right again for the hat trick. Then I'll, I'll uh, for the hat trick. I'll I'll retract my woohoo. <laughs> All right, another video streaming news. Roku's um, has helped again by a stay-at-home streaming service um, during the court. Helped again. <laughs> Oh, get this together. Helped again by stay-at-home streaming during the coronavirus. Coronavirus. Thank you. Pandemic. Gotcha. (laughs) Topped Wall Street earnings estimates for the second year of 2020 and saw streaming hours skyrocket a whopping 65% year over year. And that's without Peacock and HBO Max. Right. (laughs) To be (laughs) continued. 
<laughs> Roku added 3.2 million incremental active accounts in Q2. Wow. <laughs> and to reach 43 million, up 41% year over year, while streaming hours increased 2.3 billion hours over last quarter to 14.6 billion. According to the company, streaming hours peaked in mid Q2, but has remained higher than pre pandemic levels. CEO Anthony Wood and Steve and CFO Steve Loudon wrote in, a, in their uh, Q2 letter to shareholders, quote, Roku and our partners also saw, also saw a surge in growth for ABO, ABOD, SBOD, and TBOD. So, um, so, um, so if you don't know what AV is, um, it's, <laughs> if I get the words out, ABOD is, ABOD is, I know streaming video on demand, ABOD is, um uh avod is um ad based video on demand okay and tbod is tv on demand yeah okay cool okay all right as um, economic pressures cause advertisers to further reevaluate how much and where to invest in media dollars roku delivered strong growth in our ad business particularly relative to the overall tv ad market that was down wow that's amazing that is amazing, and and I don't think there's no way in the next quarter that Roku. I mean, I'm excuse me, Peacock and HBO Max, because HBO Max. Um, there was other news about HBO Max that during a little bit of restructuring, and they um, bringing in right to bring it in, <laughs> bringing in a new CEO, and so oh. it didn't take long. No, it, it was like it broke. Um, I think I saw it um, broke. Um, I think today, later on, early this afternoon, it broke that they were okay. doing some changes. But <laughs> not surprising. And not surprising that, it, that they'd announce it going into the weekend so people will forget. Yeah, because the Friday dump, you know, the Friday news dump, usually they just, it's just, it's just like a distant memory. So there's no way that HBO, I'll be pleasantly surprised in next quarter that if even they HBO Max and Peacock come peacock comes to the scintilla of these uh i'll be i will like eat i'll eat this i'll eat this microphone <laughs> there i read an article um <sighs> two weeks ago i think um that was titled something like um roku can stop pretending it's still a uh what's the word i'm looking for uh uh not arbitrary uh non non-involved platform uh a flat play platform <laughs> what's what's the word i'm looking for i don't know um i'm not gonna get there uh but I can't. <laughs> essentially the idea was that roku is playing in the content game now they're okay. they're requiring certain companies to to ask permission before they can be on the platform, which was not the case in the past. We don't matter. You mm. and I could, could build a Roku app and publish it tomorrow mm. and Roku wouldn't care, mm-hmm. but they, they're not looking for a piece of our pie, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> they're looking for a piece of the pie from Comcast mm-hmm. and AT&T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Inspector>. so, <laughs> so, that's why we're not seeing those two on there in particular because yeah. they're looking for a piece of the pie is what this sus- suspicion is. They're too big for Roku to not want part of it. So, 
and Quibi is is going to be is going <laughs> to. Nobody wants a piece of that, including Meg Whitman, the CEO. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Again, see- I keep going back to it. Reno nine one one's there. It's the only reason I have any interest in it. Well, that and Meg Whitman. I was very interested in that, but when she didn't show up at CES. See, we're going to be, this is the, the, the uh, six degrees of, C- of CES going to be popping up for a year and a half. <laughs> well, they were supposed to be on the show. <clears throat> Quibi really? was supposed to be on the show and they never uh, showed. Oh, I would have loved to be in. <laughs> I had specifically actually asked uh, if, if uh, Meg could make it. Cause mm-hmm. I was, I was particularly interested in meeting her because yeah. I've been a big fan of hers for a long time. You know, mm-hmm. she turned eBay around, she turned HP around. She's a very talented person. Right. And so I was curious how she had gotten herself involved mm. in this obvious dumpster fire. I was going to say steaming pile of. Yeah. I, I, I knew in January that it wasn't going to be a good thing. So mm. I specifically wanted to ask her, how did you get involved in this? And where do you think you separate yourself? And so it- I wanted to hear her go. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And was the gun? I was tricked into it. (laughs) (laughs) Was the gun? Was the gun pointed at you? And how much money did you get? Right. (laughs) Was was your reputation really that damaged from HP? (laughs) (laughs) Yikes! All right. So another popping news of um, uh, trades did well. Disney um, did well. That popped as much as 10% early trading on Wednesday. As investors rallied against rallied around the media conglomerate's fastest growing streaming, 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 streaming footprint and aggressive. A little bit of both. Right. <laughs> an aggressive expansion strategy. Um, Disney on Tuesday reported that as direct-to-consumer Direct-to-consumer streaming services collectively surpassed 100 million paid subscribers worldwide. That includes 60.5 million for Disney Plus as August 3rd, just nine under nine months after the service first took flight. And hitting a target the company had previously forecast reaching by 2024, the film version of Hamilton and Beyonce's Black is King visual album provided accelerant for Disney Plus signing up last month. Investors were also buoyed on Disney's plans to release to release its Mulan live action remake on December fourth on Disney Plus, priced at twenty nine dollars ninety nine cents a pop. Yes, on you heard of- that right. Right, you heard that right. Thirty dollars in addition to, to these, Disney Plus in for this movie alone. Right. So the, the on top of the also the six dollars and ninety nine cents monthly subscription fee, though CEO Bob Chapek called the release strategy a one off, whatever that means. So they're not planning on doing it often. Right. Okay. They're not it. changing their business model. <clears throat> is is what which is different from Universal, who said we are willing to consider changing our business model and mm-hmm. went so far as to renegotiate their deal with AMC theaters mm-hmm. to allow them to consider changing their business model because they were banned from AMC theaters. So what Disney is saying is, oh, AMC, please don't make us go through what you made Universal go through. This is a one-time thing. We're right. not changing our business model. You can keep the 60-day window. We don't care. Didn't didn't they change their <laughs> Didn't it change from 60 days supposedly to 17 or something like that? Did it I went uh, from it went from 60 days post closing 
to right. 14 days post opening, okay. which is huge. The right. theaters only get a two week exclusive on it. Right. Okay. It used to be that the movie had to be out of theaters for 60 days. Okay. Now it only has to be in theaters for 14. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is a huge change. Mm-hmm. I can't believe AMC agreed to it. But the, the point is Universal had to fight real hard for it. And Disney's mm-hmm. going, not looking to shake the boat. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. We'll keep the agreement we have in place. This is a one-time thing. We spent mm-hmm. a lot of money on this, and we know that kind of nobody cares anyway. So we're here, right? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, but also the as far as the, um, the 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 subscriber base jumped, and this was a lot. Of, there's a lot of talk, you know, with Hamilton that um, that people were raving about it. I don't have Disney Plus, so I don't know. Have you? Have you seen it or or the or do you I'm have gonna, I'm not gonna comment on Hamilton. Oh, okay. I have a I have a unpopular opinion about uh, it. Okay. Well <laughs> I don't I I think it's not great. Okay. It's not terrible. Mm. It's not cats, but it's not right. but it's not great. It's not even his best show. Mm. In the Heights is his best show. I think it's way better. Mm. And Nobody ever talks about it. Makes me so sad that there's a movie coming, which is all I care about right now. Okay. <laughs> They're doing a movie of In the Heights with him producing. That's good enough for me. All right. All right. Very good. I, don't uh, don't <laughs> don't um don't don't uh um drive our back. listeners away. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I was going to say, don't hold back. Don't hold back. I don't want to listen to base. We'll get, we'll get, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I think he's very talented. Mm-hmm. I think Hamilton has interesting music. I think the fact that it is not actually based on Hamilton and mostly a made up version of his story mm-hmm. is annoying. <laughs> if you're going to do a fiction, don't try and pretend it's based on somebody. Right. <laughs> That's my only thing. I, the music is is decent. I think In the Heights music is better, uh, which is also his. So cool. If if you like Hamilton, go listen to In the Heights. It's way better. <laughs> All right. All right. Very cool. Okay. So we're going into other investor news um, in the video game market. Um, Sony has shared its Q, Q1 results for fiscal year 2020. Overall sales reached one uh, $18.3 billion. The quarter saw Sony's game and network services division generate $5.7, $5.7 billion in sales with $1.5 billion in operating profit. Additionally, PS4 unit sales have now crossed 112.3 million units sold. 91 million units of PS4 software were sold with first-party titles accounting for 18.5 million units sold. The This number was heavily bolstered by the launch of The Last of Us Part Two and Ghosts of Tsushima in the same quarter. The former, which sold 4 million copies in its first three days, and the latter, which is its fastest new IP from PlayStation ever. Sony also knew that 70% of PlayStation games sold in Q1 were digital. PlayStation Plus subscriptions have risen to 45 million users, though there was no update on the number of PlayStation Now subscribers. Looking ahead, Sony is expecting a 20%, 26% rise in sales due to the impending launch of the PS5. 
Sony is also reportedly increasing production of the PS5 to 10 million by the end of 2020. And something tells me that that's going to be a big shakeup with with Xbox coming out. Or the, I'm sorry, the Xbox um, Series um, X. Series X, that, thank you. And probably Series S. They mm-hmm. haven't announced it yet, but mm-hmm. there's there's two consoles. They haven't announced the second one, but there's two. Okay. Um, there's going to be there's the big boy, which is the Series X. And then there's going to be the smaller one that's probably all digital. Mm-hmm. But uh, the thing that I find interesting here is that only eighty, what's that, eighty-two percent of PS4 owners bought a game this quarter. Mm-hmm. One. One game. Right. <laughs> that those numbers don't look great. I mean, they're not terrible. And no. 91 million software titles, not bad. Mm-hmm. 112 million hardware units and 91 million software titles. That's not great. Right. And only 18 and a half million of the 91 are first party, which mm-hmm. is where they make their money is on first party titles. Right. <laughs> it's uh, it's not terrible, but it's not it's not great. Right. I, I wouldn't be if I were Sony, I wouldn't be sad about it, but I wouldn't be cheery yeah, about yeah, it either. Yeah. We right. wouldn't be having we wouldn't be having a party about the numbers, but nobody's right. getting fired over them either. Right. And I don't know. It's, it's going to be order. And it's going to be very interesting to see, you know, with this with the PS5 because I know a lot of reports were coming out that because of the with the pandemic and there was a delay on on it and the announcements were delayed and the first party the first party titles were delayed. So, it's not, you know, and yet Microsoft's out there making waves on every on everything. They're mm-hmm. they're trying to get ahead of it. Right. Yep. Which which I can understand after what happened to him last time, I would, I'd be doing everything in my power to get ahead of it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're right. Because I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want what happened if I was Microsoft. I wouldn't want what happened last time to happen again. And in this case, they've got this nice leisurely ability to re- talk about stuff as they want to. Both companies do, which they didn't last time. There was E3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the same reason Microsoft pulled out of out of CES is the same reason why I think announcing this type of stuff at E3 is a problem because it means you have to condense everything down to E3 right. on their timetable, not on yours. In right. this case, Microsoft showed off 18 studios mm-hmm. in a presentation. Next time we're going to get to see more and we're going to get to see some in-depths and, you know, they're able to do what they want and sony's kind of doing the same thing this is this this is this they haven't done the big presentations that microsoft has done but they will when they get things more more firm down because last rumor i heard was they're still trying to figure out what the price is going to look like (laughs) (laughs) not great um but you know it's it's the kind of product that's always going to be like that they Mm. literally they literally changed the price of the ps4 uh, an hour before the E3 press conference, <laughs> uh, they 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 took the PlayStation I and the PlayStation Move out of the box and sold it for a hundred dollars less, and mm-hmm. they made that decision literally an hour before their press conference. Um, 
So, I mean, right up until they announced it, they didn't know how they were going to sell it. And and that's that's always the case. And not only the uncertainty of when they're going to, because they again, it was that the the launch date was pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, pushed back, and also the reports that I've seen is that they don't know if it's going to be coming out for holidays or I mean, we're we're middle, we're August seventh. So as far as like any new announcements besides the the investor um, news, um, you know, I haven't seen anything yet. Um, if they miss, if they miss November they're going to get hammered mm-hmm. because Microsoft's not going to miss November. No. Oh no. I I can guarantee no. it. Microsoft's not going to miss November. I mean, Mm-mm. their hardware production on, on stuff is ahead of schedule We're it's, this isn't a public date yet, but there's rumors on it that the, uh, that the surface duo is going to hit the market on the 24th of this month. It wasn't supposed to hit until November. Well, not to mention, they got to not to mention that. <laughs> Well, not to mention the partnership with Microsoft, they already have. They're already leaps ahead, leap with Samsung, right? They're they're leaps ahead with that. So I mean, uh, slowly but surely, it's gonna it's gonna be Microsoft is going to it's, it's gonna it's gonna be dominate. a much more even uh, generation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This generation is gonna be much more even than the last one was. It's very lopsided in Sony's favor uh, mm-hmm. last time, and that was because right Microsoft had their press conference first that mm-hmm. day. Honest to God, <laughs> if they had been reversed, Microsoft might have owned this generation. It was all that day at E3. Mm. It all comes down to that day. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what happens. But I'm that uh, we'll weirdest see. weirdest story in <laughs> in the gaming industry, possibly. <laughs> yep, and it's gonna it's gonna get weirder as it uh, as it goes along. All right, and lastly in the news, do you need help with your tech this week? Um, over on um, makeuse.com, the five best dog training apps for Android and iPhone. There's Dogo do, or Dugo <laughs> dog training. Probably Doggo. Doggo, okay. <laughs> it's not how it's supposed to be spelled, but I bet that's how it's supposed to be pronounced. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm mispronouncing things all this whole episode yeah. so over the past hour or so. What the hell? Um, there's also Pupper. That's definitely the pronunciation. <laughs> without the E. Without the important, E. Important important to note without the E. Right. Um, P uh, Pup that Ford actually looks really cool. Okay. Gra- graphically, the Pupper one looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is Good Pup. And Pocket Puppy School. Ooh, okay. that one looks cool too. Okay. Oh, I might. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the dog from Full House. Okay. Oh yeah, you're right. Because uh, that's the full that's the uh, Full House couch. Good eye. <laughs> good eye. It was such an ugly couch. Good eye. It's hard to forget that horrible couch. Good eye. <laughs> Good eye. Yeah, that's got to be Comet. That's Comet, yeah. <laughs> I, again, I. Good eye. Good eye. All right. Other new, other, and this is all being the show notes on GNCWeekly.com. Um, and what a honker of an, 
of an ad. Oh my goodness. Um, over on lifehacker.com, the best ways to block annoying people around the web. Um, so there's uh, iOS, Android, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Um, there's, uh, I'll show you how to do it on iOS. Um, I'll show you how to do it on Android. Facebook, um, which that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a given right there. So news, <laughs> none follow. Those have been my two. Those are my two go tos the last couple of months. Ditto. Same here. Um, and uh, Twitter, you can mute them and follow blocking. Uh, Instagram uh, and YouTube. So. Um, yeah, so I'll have that for you. I had to block somebody on YouTube recently. On it's a weird, it's a weird thing. <laughs> yeah, from from the company page. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. Okay. I'll tell me that a little bit later. Um, over on AndroidCentral.com, the best wireless carriers for students in 2020. Um, Android is just the best overall visible, best value. T-Mobile Connect, best for international students. Google Fi. Yeah, it's yearly plan, uh, Mint Mobile, best flexible plan, US Mobile, best for data hogs, Boost Mobile, shrink it, <laughs> and the best unlimited plan, T Mobile Centrals. And I recommend I find, it, I find it interesting that the first thing that the Dish Network did when they when they okay. took over Boost Mobile was brought back the shrink it plan because mm. that was something that Boost Mobile had when I sold them a decade ago. Okay. That went away. Uh, back when it was when they were still Nextel based, uh, they had that, and it went away for some reason. And mm. it's interesting that they brought it back. It mm. was, it was a great selling point. Mm. Hey, what is it? Pay, pay three months uh, on time, and we'll take five dollars off. Pay three months on time, we'll take five dollars off. Mm-hmm. It's a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and over on AndroidCentral.com, the best Android smartwatch in 2020. Um, there's the Samsung Galaxy Watch um, Active 2, the Active, the Skagen, Skagen. I have no idea um, what that what that is. Um, Foster 3, Movi, Tick Watch Pro. Who comes up with these names? <laughs> Chinese. Okay, I've said okay. <clears throat> Just a guess. Okay. I don't know either of those brands. Although number three sounds uh, Scandinavian. Uh, okay, I, I. Wow, I can't. I don't know what K A G is. Seems very Scandinavian to me. Okay, <laughs> I guess. Well, if anyone knows what this is, if you're watching live and you're watching this on the live stream, um, it's spelled S K A G E N Falster three. So if you know. It, what cup co- what country that's from or what android, android central's comment says there's no better option if you want to wear google's wear os on your wrist I, wow that's a good that's a bold statement that's, yeah that is a bold statement <laughs> again this is a android central's opinion not uh not us so probably <laughs> based on on their reviews which if you right consider there it's android central talking about android watches mm-hmm. that's a that's a bold statement from it. Yeah, I I have no idea. Again, never heard of them. 
Um, let's see. Uh, Moby Tick Watch Pro 4G G, 4G LTE. Um, Garmin Forerunner 245 Music. There's a lot here, so I'm not gonna. Yeah, the the Garmin Pro. ones, unless uh, unless you want them to work all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Since they had their their outage a couple weeks ago, right? All their when all their services stopped working. Mm-hmm. Yep. So well, apparently Android Central gives them you know uh, two thumbs up. So all right, and lastly, over on MakeUser.com, if you have kids going back to school or college students, um, there's the six must-have school supplies for online classes. Um, the Logitech HD webcam C525, if you can purchase one, <laughs> get one on Amazon. A 525 for $85 when the 922 mm-hmm. usually retails for 69 and is the top rated webcam in the world. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to disagree. <laughs> uh, well. Logitech webcams are the best, mm-hmm. but the C922 is the one you want if you can get it. <laughs> That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking for, and and it's been sold out for like for months. Um, there's the Logitech USB headset H390, Microsoft 365 personal 12 month subscription, the Smug Chair bonded leather office chair. Okay, um, uh, I'm gonna say if you're looking for the best office chair, mm-hmm. Tom'sHardware.com did a huge office and gaming chair. Uh, Roundup. Mm. Check out the Tom's Hardware Roundup because they've probably uh, reviewed way more of them. Okay, well, <laughs> than these guys did. I'm gonna. Well, that's where how I got my my Dell from, from Tom's Hardware. So I um, I highly recommend Tom's Hardware dot com. It's so I'll definitely because I definitely need. Abram does a great job over there. He does. He does. I give him like tremendous um, tremendous kudos. And lastly, from them, they're asked, they're suggesting the school supply, the HP OfficeJet 3830 all-in-one wireless printer. So all this um, can be found on the show notes on gncweekly.com forward slash connect. I'm sorry, excuse me, in the show notes for gncweekly.com <laughs> episode. Oh, for love of everything that's decent and holy. <laughs> it's been a it's been a rough episode. We couldn't I we warned you guys at the top that this was gonna be a weird episode. We had we had mic problems mic leaning problems. up, leaning up. <laughs> five minutes before the show, we couldn't hear each other. So <laughs> it's been one of those days. One of those days, one of those weeks, and also uh it's been pouring, so I probably had and the lights went out earlier. So <laughs> not better. Right. But huzzah, we're we're still rolling. Okay. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, August 7th, 2020. Thank you so much for tuning in this week's episode, despite technical issues and everything else. <laughs> I promise this was gonna it's not gonna happen often. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Also be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary from geeknewscentral.com. And be sure to tune in Mondays and Thursday evenings at geeknewscentral.com forward slash live for the Geek News Central podcast. And then be sure to tune in and 
at gncweekly.com forward slash live Friday evenings at 8 p.m. Eastern time, usually 8 p.m. Eastern time. <laughs> so, so please be sure to like and subscribe to the GNC WIR channel on YouTube, or be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app. And also be sure to tune in with Scott and Abram Pilch on F5, F5 Refreshing Technology, Sunday evenings at 9 p.m. Eastern at plughitslive.com slash join us. And the podcast um, can be found, also can be found on your favorite podcast app. Comments on this week's episode, despite the technical issues. <laughs> um, also, if you have uh, your ideas, suggestions on how TPN should... Um, TPN's coverage is for the CES 2021. Love to hear from them. Uh, we'll have a we'll have a link a form on gncweekly.com on all the social platforms um, and also on on Plugins Live as well. Um, also, if you want to give ideas and sessions on this show um, as well, that'd be great. And we'll throw in some prizes. Like again, I meant I showed off if you're watching the video stream, the video live stream. Um, the CES um, press bag and some other cool stuff. Um, but other things, other suggestions and comments, etc. cetera, um, gncweekly.com forward slash connect. And you can connect via email, Twitter, or Facebook. I am on Twitter. I'm at Kirk Corliss. Scott is on Twitter at triple T M A B O till the next episode of the GNC week in review podcast. So long. Ciao.